0: So, uh, my kid is awake right now. Yeah, it's mine. Oh, awesome. Uh, Yeah. It's uh, uncharacteristically quiet on your end.
1: Yeah, this is my third week now that I've been recording with him just awake and in the house. But uh, I, I, I changed my mic setup a little while ago, so it's a lot harder to hear outside noise.
0: Yeah, nice. And he doesn't, like, come slamming on the door demanding to interfere with what you're doing?
1: He may. He might. Uh, but that's, you know, my wife is there to help distract him, so. Good. He might
0: not. (laughs) Good, good. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just, I actually, uh, we, uh, have been spending more time in the game room lately, which is where I do the recordings. So I have a baby monitor here and I'm like watching her just, I don't know, (laughs) sitting there, I guess, talking to my wife and generally not being too much of a problem. So, uh, yeah. Good. Uh, well, okay, cool. So, see, we're figuring this out, this whole baby <laughs> thing, how to have a life. How yeah. work? You know,
1: I've I, I've actually had a little bit more luck with it this week. Um, I don't know if it's just all of a sudden he's hit a point in his mental development where he's ready to be more sane uh, or or what, but uh, it's been a little bit easier this past week, honestly. Um, what, like getting still him to sleep him, or... Well, in one way that, um, I still haven't uh, gotten to the point where I'm entirely out of the room when he's falling asleep, but, uh, for the past three nights at least, uh, I like, I tuck him in and he lies completely still and he's basically in the same position when I check up on him after midnight, uh, and still pretty much in the exact same position in the morning. So he's, oh, wow. he's relaxing a lot more, um, hmm. And so I've been keeping the same strategy where I, I sleep uh, I help him go to sleep by being in the same room, but I've got my PSP in there, so I've been playing Suikoden two <laughs> while he goes to sleep, and that um, works.
0: If there's like yeah. so
1: <laughs> for well, like our rooms are different, right? Like yours is like a traditional rectangle or square shape where you could see anyone from any point in the room, um, uh, but mostly. ours is ours is like a bit of an L shape. Okay. So I can be around a corner and still in the same room as him.
0: I and mean, that's cool with him?
1: Yeah, he's he's comfortable with the fact that I'm there and he knows I'm there, but he can't see me, so I can play a video game and have headphones on and it doesn't bother him.
0: Damn. Uh, sometimes, like, so uh, our kid's been sleeping in our bed for the last little bit, which is yeah, yeah. great. But anyway, um, if I, like, lean over and turn my phone on to check something and the light kind of lights up the room a bit, She's immediately yeah. like like there, right? Like right. show me some video, show me the wheels on the bus. I'm like just going crazy. <laughs> so uh yeah, it's that's nice. <laughs> it would be nice to yeah. pull off.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the the L shape room is what it's all about. I uh, guess. I highly so, man. recommend them for yeah. if you have an offspring.
0: <laughs> I gotta uh like build her room into an L shape. Just like block yeah. off that corner and have it be make it into an L.
1: Yeah, like get one of those uh the Wall divider things, the, the yeah, folding, yeah. folding ones. I don't know if they have a proper name.
0: I don't even need an L. I can just kind of sit behind that.
1: Yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: Yeah, well, I never thought of uh, put the bed, put the kid to bedtime as uh, potential game time.
1: Yeah, I, I hadn't either until like two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. and See, it's, this it's, is it's, the
0: value of talking these things out. I'm figuring out where to kind of put more game time into my life.
1: Yeah. It's it's perfect. Like we have a little owl light, and you turn the light on, and it'll automatically turn off after like twenty minutes. So, like the past couple days, because I'm playing hmm. a game, it's like that light will go out, and I'll still just sit in there until I get to a save spot. <laughs> it's, it's worked great. And then, so he's uh, he's been uh, a little bit easier to get along with when he's awake as well. Hmm. So, um, yesterday I started playing Persona Four. Nice. On my PlayStation 3 and uh, I think I got over half an hour of that and then I also showed Andrea the opening to uh, Final Fantasy 7 and Final Fantasy 8 just because she's got like no concept of gaming history at all we we managed to pull that off for about like 40 minutes in total with Les sitting there like hanging out with us and not like going crazy like wanting to unplug controllers and turn yeah. off systems and stuff
0: Wow, so we're we're actually, uh, uh, I mean, not to, uh, we could probably take a, an entire episode to talk about kids or multiple yeah. episodes, but anyway, not my. Uh, so we're already there um, for the most part. Like Luca's pretty chilled out, I think. I, I don't. I don't think there's really any. So sometimes I, like, she gets I to... like how we're
1: never clear on whether or not our kids are chilled out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Lack of sleep, I think. Yeah. Um, well, she's so. She goes through two types of moods. She's always either like totally chilled out, doing her own thing, kind of chilling with you, happy to do whatever and just running around, not really causing problems. Or she's in like suki-suki mode where you have to carry her everywhere every second. So, <laughs> at that time it's hard to like do anything, but yeah. she's not really breaking things or like wrecking anything, so uh I don't know. It's uh, it's not the end of the world when she's in that mood, but you're kind of just <laughs> stuck yeah. i don't know
1: so. well with that with with that kid he he's super chill like if we put on youtube like he loves to watch super why and caillou and caillou. Uh, a few other shows aimed at kids daniel tiger he loves oh, yeah. uh and he totally like if they ask questions he'll participate along with them and stuff um, yeah. but if i try watching guitar videos he's very impatient about that or if I ever try playing video games or anything he's like totally turning off my consoles and stuff so
0: (laughs) yeah actually now that you mention it I get a little bit of so if if Luca sees a screen is on it has to be her thing or she's kind of annoyed yeah yeah Yeah, I get some of that
1: yeah like if I'm uh, if I try to use Facebook on my phone he wants to steal it so that he can play uh, toka kitchen or something
0: (laughs) yeah yeah yep yeah
1: uh, exactly. so what have you been playing?
0: Um, mostly just, uh, uh FTL, honestly. Um, okay. I, uh... Not getting old. What's that?
1: Not getting old yet?
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, a little bit, you know, I... I it's kind of the same complaints as before about the whole, uh, like, the random elements aren't really interesting enough to, to keep me engaged so I kind of just click through all the story so like I'll get to some new place and you without even reading the text like the flavor text you'll see some message pop up about how some whatever right like some spaceship is full of traders that hate the that support your cause so they're giving you 10 scrap and I'll just see the at the bottom 10 scrap Yep, next so yeah um, yeah
1: I, I, I was definitely at the same point where I would just like click on like, if there was ever a blue option, I would just click on it without reading anything. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm kind of there, too. Uh, I don't know. I kind of want to just beat it on normal and then move on. Um, it's, it's a fun game. That's not to say I, I dislike yeah. it or anything. But, yeah, it's, it's starting to get a little old. I'm actually playing uh, a little bit of Pilot Wings. Yeah. I'm, right. I figure I might as well just beat the game because it's so short. Um, so, I actually just beat it the first couple levels and saved my password the other day. Um, and then uh, I've just been playing, again, uh, more Zelda with the wife. Um, we're at uh, the third level in the Dark World, considering yeah. that uh, she's never played any games ever, I'm and I have not helped her one little bit at all, even for one second. I'm actually quite impressed she's gotten this far. Uh, uh, that's five full levels. I mean, I say I'm not helping her. I haven't had the controller in my hand, so I've kind of said, yeah, uh, this is how you do this puzzle, or this is, you know. I can see you're stuck, but there's a hard piece over there, that kind of thing, but um, otherwise, she's done it all herself, including the bosses so uh, yeah, that's been good um, and then just so I, I,
1: I find that that's always a challenge for me, like if i ever a watch a, if I ever watch a movie with someone who hasn't seen the movie and they're asking questions, i like. It's like, do I answer oh, and spoil I the that. experience? <laughs> and it's kind of that. the same with games, right? It's like if if you've done it and they're asking for help on the puzzle, it's like, uh, but you're gonna enjoy it so much more if you solve it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I try to find a good balance there. I mean, it's just like anything, right? Um I, I can tell uh I don't if I just said do everything yourself, I don't think it would be as fun for her. And yeah. I feel like maybe we'll go through a few games together, and you know, maybe she'll kind of like stuff and play a game sometime, or maybe it's it'll for her. It'll always be kind of my hobby, but she'll she'll uh, take part a bit and just have have fun with it as like a bit of a side hobby for her. Um, yeah. So if that's the level, if she's not willing to get more involved than that level, then I don't think it'll ever be fun for her to just like try and figure out every little thing herself. Like you and I, I'm sure. Uh, if it was 1992 and we had this Zelda game for the first time and had never played it, could pour five hours a, a night into this game and, like, explore everything and have a blast. For her, it's like, if she's not making progress, it feels like a pointless experience, I think. Like, she's not right. so much into the exploration stuff, which, I mean, I'm watching her and thinking, oh, you should check out that, that corner you walked by, or, oh, come on, why didn't you even care about that, obviously, suspicious-looking tree, or, you know, whatever. But, um, I don't know, I just, I I'm trying to be flexible and give her the experience she wants. So, yeah. yeah. So I, I, think, I get what you're saying with the movie though. Totally. I, I hate that.
1: Well, I, I think that that's going to be a perfect segue into what I want to talk about today, which is Ultima one. <laughs> <laughs> Cause uh, we were both discussing about our, the games we want to play this year. And it just so happened that that was on our to do lists. Uh-huh. So I finally made the effort this week to uh, play it. And I'm not enjoying it at all, <laughs> and and I think uh, so. I'm I'm just gonna completely put it to rest. I think I put almost three, two hours, two and a half hours into it, mm-hmm. and that's it. I'm done. Uh, and and I think it's largely because of what we were just saying about how uh, quote if it were 92 <laughs> and we were playing Zelda, <laughs> it's like it would be fun for us. Uh, I'm thinking that I, I need just enough handholding that I feel like I'm getting something out of it on my own, but, uh, I, I'm still, uh, you know, just not completely lost. Yep. yep. And I feel like Ultima does not do that at all. Like the, the manual that came with it doesn't tell me any of the keyboard commands. So I had to <laughs> immediately like Google search like how the fuck do I play this game? Yeah. <laughs> uh and then it's it's like the same way. It's like there the there's NPCs in the game but they don't really give you enough to go on to to feel like there's a point to the game at all. Yeah. So I agree. as soon as I start having to Google what do I do? uh, that's a point where I'm like, okay, this game is not doing it for me at all.
0: Especially when you've been doing that Google search, like an hour into the, yeah, <laughs> it's
1: like, it's like I've got, uh, and, and, you know, part of this would be how you play the game at the time. Uh, cause I, I believe the game, the game came with a world map, but I of course mm-hmm. don't have one. So I had to Google it. And so I've got a browser next to me that has a map of the world on it. uh, and then I've got another tab where I've got, like, general tips for how to play the game. And I've got another tab that has all the keyboard commands on it. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's it's not fun for me to just have to keep looking at that. And, and uh, I don't know. Uh, we can talk about individual mechanics uh, <laughs> in a little bit. So you, you say that you have actually played it.
0: I've actually finished it, yeah. Um, it's funny, but you're talking about playing it at the same time. And for some reason, I mean, I remember the game, but I didn't remember that that was Ultima. <laughs> if that makes any sense, I don't know. Like I, yeah. I was looking at my, my games I've beaten list the other day and I saw that Ultima 1 was on it. And I was like, what? I thought I was going to start playing that. And I thought about it and I thought, oh, that? Yeah, that's <laughs> Ultima 1. Yeah, yeah. So I have I have actually beaten it. And it's funny too, because I was thinking about it a bit. It's It's definitely for me also one of the... Most difficult uh, games I've I've uh, made my way through entirely and finished. Like,
1: and and you're not saying difficult as in the the level of challenge in the game. No, <laughs> I
0: mean like you know when you get up in the morning and it's like I just want to go back to sleep. Like that kind of difficult. Like, do yeah. I, am I really gonna play this? I have this weird obsessive compulsive uh, uh, characteristic, I guess, where I just hate not finishing things. Kind of, especially I don't know what's hard for me is to like. If I'm like, if I if I want to read 100 books or something, and I've read 20, and I'm on my 21st book, like I can't read the 22nd book until I finish the 21st book. Yeah. I just can't. So I can't like say, ah, you know what? I'm not liking this. I'm gonna kind of just skip this one. I just can't do that. I don't know. I just so with a lot of things. So I can actually tell you the four games I can th- pop right into my mind is the hardest games for me in my whole yeah. time to finish, and those were Ultima One, uh, Mother One, like the the prequel to Earthbound. Yeah and uh final fantasy 8 and uh majora's mask everyone says what majora's mask i love that oh i hated that game <laughs> so um those four but yeah Ultima one mostly probably for the same reasons uh as you uh, yeah but... it's
1: it's just i mean i'm i'm looking at it and so the, the fact is is that this was the first published computer role playing game so it it was obviously innovative for its time. Uh-huh. There's I can I can kind of take that perspective of like, hey, look, I'm playing this game. It's got animated water. Uh, it's got an overworld. It's got this th- the 3D dungeons. Uh, you can buy items and stuff and have an inventory. Like obviously, there was a lot of ingenuity happening, but. <laughs> By today's standards, it's just unplayable.
0: Yeah, I don't disagree. I really don't. I mean, I think uh, it's kind of uh, th- this is hugely probably just I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. Like, I'm t- very much infusing my own perspective with my own, yeah. like the age I line up to. But I've always, I've always thought that uh, the original Nintendo, like e- even younger people now, kind of can look at the original Nintendo and be like, "Oh, these are so old. Who plays this?" But I feel like. The original Nintendo around that era is the first era that's really, really, really replayable. That's when you had yeah. games of length and and scope that were interesting. That's when you had games that were uh, like they started really telling stories and you you could save. Finally, I guess you could save an Ultimate One, but like yeah, console you could wise, an you could, yeah. And just I I don't know. It was it, it it felt like that's when things kind of came together into an experience that was really timeless, in my opinion. Whereas like yeah. prior to that, I don't know. The audio wasn't there, and especially in the console side, you couldn't even save for the most part. And on the computer side, it was kind of a different type of gaming experience. There's, I'm sure, lots of interesting things. Maybe I'm just, I just don't know. But uh, Ultima really tells that story to me very much because uh, mm. you know, if you play any original Nintendo game, you just have this very packaged experience, you know, a lot of interesting music and stuff. Mm. I, I don't know. Like, Ultima's is like this very quiet
1: blob <laughs> on the screen, like making little. Yeah, so- Click, so that clicking part,
0: noises as you move around. I don't
1: know. Yeah, that was part of it too. Is like when when I launched the game up, uh, I spent about twenty minutes trying to troubleshoot why my sound wasn't working. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you ridiculous guy! Come on. <laughs>
1: it, it's like it's like I launched up. I'm like, oh, uh, there's there's no sound. What's going on? And so I I like go into my DOSBox config files and I'm like, well. It, it looks like the sound should be playing. Like maybe I just need to change it from like Sound Blaster to something else, or uh, <laughs> and of course there, there just is no music. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, you know I've played games that have no music and and are enjoyable. Like I, people will debate this, but like for example, Dwarf Fortress is a very interesting yeah. experience to me. Um, well, I guess there's kind of music at the start, whatever. But you know, it's it's I, you can make games depending what they're aiming to be, but Ultima, I don't know, it just felt like it lacked something, probably because, well, definitely because we're going back to it, we're not looking yeah. forward to it, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah. I think, uh, I know you're, you're the one who, you, you demanded lots of flavor in your games. I mean, Ultima was just yeah. bland, I thought, as well, just bland, and I can see yeah. someone... Like in what, When did it come out? Eighty-two or something? Like back then? Uh, it like,
1: was eighty-one that the first version came out. I've been actually been playing the eighty-six version, which was that's the one I played. in assembly.
0: Yeah. Um. It's funny. I I also played the re, uh, rebuild or whatever. Um. Hmm. And uh, the thing is, they only did that for Ultima One. So if I was yeah. going to actually go through all the Ultimas as I'd originally planned, <laughs> I would have had to, <laughs> like when I got to Ultima Two, it would be like the really old one that's like barely tolerable. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I, I'm a pretty retro guy. I, I, I find some charm in some of this stuff and I I can actually, I have a lot of patience to get through it, but I do agree with Ultima. I I don't know. I didn't really enjoy it all that much, but I think part of that is because I just think they could have done more or something. I don't know, done it differently. Like it's, it's hard to really give a a good, like, I, I just don't have the perspective. I don't know what It was like to get this game when it was fresh and new and be like, whoa, this is amazing, or this is who cares, this isn't that amazing. Because for me, it just felt like a a bit of a missed experience in a way. Yeah, maybe they fixed that by the time they got to two or three. Like, a lot of people love four, right? Four is supposed to be so incredibly awesome, and uh, like graphically, and, and as far as I know, like sound and stuff, it's the same or slightly better level as like the first one, two, three. It's just, well, like, maybe the story and the game system is a lot better, which appeals to me, but eh, I just didn't Yeah, get which
1: which people. is interesting, because, uh, like, I... So I decided to do that, like... Uh, so so my... I can give you a very brief walkthrough of, of what my game experience was like here. <laughs> um, sure, yeah. A, I, I opened it up and started playing, I'm like, okay, the sound's not working, what's going on? And so by the time I figured out what was going on, I also realized that a Calibeth... Was free on Good dot com. Huh, okay. So I was like, okay, well, let's since this is free, let's get it. Let's try this out. And so <laughs> I'm going to
0: Did you finish that? No.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I finished both, so yeah. I deserve a little yeah. bit of cred here. Come on.
1: So, so I don't. I, I, so I, yeah. So I gave a calabeth a shot, and my uh, my notes here are just played a calabeth. Holy shit! It is not fun. <laughs> <laughs> I died from starvation. Three out of three attempts. Fuck this. Fuck a Calibeth.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, a <laughs> Calibeth is the kind of game you look up how to beat it, and someone gives you yeah. a very specific, like, way to beat it, and then you can just go beat it easily. And if you yeah. don't know that way or stumble upon it, you just die. And I think I think Ultimate One was like that too. Yeah, Ultimate yeah. One. That Ultimate was Love
1: One is is very much the same way. And and the thing is is once. Once you've looked up the strategy enough to know how to survive, from that point on, it's not hard at all.
0: It's it feels I mean, like you're grinding. And it's just a chore. The rest, of, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. The rest of the game is just following those steps, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember actually, Ultimate One. Yeah, I remember you like you'd camp outside of a cave. So you'd find a good cave, and there's certain yeah. enemies that are easy to kill and yet give a lot of experience. And they're pretty consistently on the same floors of the dungeon. So you just yeah like, go down to the fifth floor, kill like three of them, come back up. Go down, come back up, and I think you get experience when you leave the cave. Is that right? If do you remember. No,
1: no. So the way it works is you like the food. The money? So you, don't if you walk around on the overworld, mm-hmm. there's enemies that randomly spawn, and you yep. fight them, and they'll do damage to you. And when you kill them, you get money. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's kind of you want to try to avoid that sort of combat because you lose your health mm-hmm. as a result, and you do get experience and you do get gold, but you lose health. Mm-hmm. You go into a dungeon, and Enemies randomly spawn all the fucking time. So you can just like walk down the hallway, kill like three enemies in a row, leave, and the act of leaving the dungeon after killing things restores health.
0: Yeah, I knew I remembered it was something. I couldn't remember if it was money or health.
1: So it's like if you go in, you kill someone, go right back out, then you'll have more health than when you went into the dungeon.
0: Yeah, I remember that. So,
1: so it's like, that's the strategy. You'd go in, you build up a bunch of health, build up your experience so that you gain levels. And once you've done that enough, you can go and buy the best equipment in the game. And then you just have to go and like do the quests that the, the, the different kings give you. And yeah, it's yeah. Like. Eventually you go to space. It, it's just It's just pure grinding. Yeah, yeah. It, like, it's just, you You just have to grind it. The game is very accessible early on, but you just won't be able to do it because you're too under-leveled. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's interesting, because, like, you, you start playing it, and you can immediately start seeing the parallels. It's like, oh, this is exactly where Dragon Quest got its inspiration. Yeah. This is exactly where Final Fantasy got its inspiration. And and to me, it actually feels like it cheapens the experience of Final Fantasy 1 and Dragon Quest 1 and stuff, because now you can see exactly, okay, this is your overworld, your caves, your quests. This, that's, that's the game. Uh, <laughs> and, and they've successfully added more flavor onto it, and they've balanced stuff so that it's not as as grindy. But there's yeah. really not that much more to it, is there? Mm,
0: their battle system is very different. Yeah. And I, I personally, going back to those games... Like early Final Fantasies, even late Final Fantasies, Dragon Quest, whatever. I just, I think there's too much combat for me personally nowadays. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't know if I, I, I would prefer like, I would prefer like a Final Fantasy game be very, I don't know, you, you could make like story decisions or do things in different orders and it affects things. Almost like imagine you were playing a movie. Like if you're playing, yeah. if you were inside of a movie, you're not going to stop to do this epic battle every five minutes or whatever, right? So, yeah. um, I don't know. Uh but it is a different system and i guess that's kind of where some of their innovation was and the story yeah. i don't know yeah no I, I agree it's it's you could just right, string like, these games together
1: like now that i've gone back to like the earliest forms of random encounters it's like man this is such a sh- horrible mechanic how <laughs> has this persisted for so long oh
0: man <laughs> i know
1: and it's like it, it, you know it it didn't bother me as much like i've i've loved final fantasy 4 and 6 and uh, various many other games that have had that mechanic and it, and it didn't bother me as much but now that I'm like going back to the source I'm like this is this is just such a cheap mechanic to extend the game time yeah I agree
0: I'm not a fan at all of uh, random encounters
1: and maybe I that comes especially after having just completed Valkyria Chronicles where it's like there are no random encounters every battle Mm -hmm. is a uniquely crafted thing and it's like that that felt so much more meaningful to me
0: Mm. yep yep definitely uh i don't know that's kind of i mean if i was to make maybe uh, one of these kind of japanese style rpgs or kind of like an ultima-ish game i think it'd be interesting to to make the game have far less combat and only really have combat that is meaningful. Yeah. Like you get in, maybe there's like a few scene, like battle scenes where your team has to fight some other team or like kind of the equivalent of boss battles, like almost like yeah. boss battles only kind of thing. And then the rest of the game is like maybe survival skills. Like there might be, I don't know, it'd be interesting like if you just fought random monsters every now and then. When yeah. I say random, I don't mean like, oh, random encounter, but like the the story kind of requires you to maybe go out and hunt some things to get some survival Goods. So, I, I don't know. I just like this this idea of like just every f- three minutes you'll have a fight. Just feels yeah. so pointless to me.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I I part of what makes me want to just abandon this game right now um, is because I did the same thing before with shining in the darkness. Okay. Um, I had been playing that on uh, the PlayStation Three because it came with like the Sonic Mega Collection or something, right? Or, or the Genesis Mega Collection, uh, and I, I I don't know if you remember that game at all, but I remember it coming out. I remember playing this, and and at the time that I played it, I was like, you know, this is a really unique way of making a game. I'm I'm glad I've tried this, but it's terrible, and I don't want to finish it. And looking back now, it's 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 Ultima with better graphics. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, so, the, I mean, they eliminated the world map in that, and it's purely just dungeon, but it's it's the same style of dungeon where it's like this 3D mm. thing that you walk around in and encounter stuff. And uh, it's, it's I don't know, I, I guess that that sort of thing is just not my style too, like these labyrinth style dungeons that you have to like map out because there's just no uh key features that make any section really different from another
0: right you know i don't know how i feel i think I, I i'd hesitate to say it's not my thing but generally it's not like i could see myself enjoying it if it was done well
1: like i i i know a lot of people had that complaint with the legend of zelda like people would draw their maps to that and I never did. I felt like each area was unique enough that that wasn't necessary. Hmm. Uh.
0: Like we're talking really old Legend of Zelda. Yeah,
1: like the original one.
0: The original one. You know, my I, I don't remember. So I like played the original one so much. The game is etched into my mind, and I can just yeah. find everything. So I don't. I don't remember what it was like not to have that <laughs> knowledge. So yeah. a, apparently, it was okay because I acquired it. I didn't just get frustrated and stop. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so having having played Shining in the Darkness and given up on that, like I've gotten it far enough in uh, Ultima that I, I feel like I understand the mechanics and I'm not going to gain any benefit from completing the game. Right. Uh, other than bragging rights. Which, <laughs> uh, I feel like I already have those just by saying that I've played it. <laughs>
0: Trust me, that I, I had forgotten I'd beaten it, so the bragging rights thing is... is <laughs> you'll you'll it's more of a it's more of a, a shame <laughs> to have spent the yeah, time yeah. on it
1: <laughs> yeah so so I've looked into that a, a little bit and I've decided that Ultima 1 2 3 5 6 8 9 Underworld 1 and 2 all of which I own I'm just removing all of those from my to-do list <laughs> uh but I actually, looking into it, Ultima 4 is different on the PC, but it was released on the Nintendo. And there's, I, remember, there's, there's multiple, I remember liking that one.
0: Yeah, the Ultima's on the Nintendo. I was actually intending to kind of look into them a bit. So I've played them, I you know, I've like popped them into the system and played them. And they're cool. They're really cool. I, don't, yeah, I, they, I can't give perspective of having played the whole game, but they don't even seem to be remotely the same games. So no, I don't know where they, they, they fit. They look
1: vastly different and they look like... So it looks like Dragon Quest was inspired by Ultima, and then the NES versions of Ultima were inspired yeah. by Dragon Quest.
0: Yeah, yeah. But they're like Dragon Quest always has this like simplistic feeling. You can just jump in and kind of play. Like they, they have some interesting mechanics, like the whole um, field of view thing, and, and uh, yeah. the combat system kind of interesting. So yeah, it'd be fun to give those a try.
1: Yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm gonna try Ultima Four. I I have the PC version, so maybe that's what I'll play uh and then i keep the the one game that everyone who's a fan of the series recommends is ultima seven i've heard that many times yeah so so i'm gonna give that one a shot because like I, i read comments from like 2013 where they're like yeah it looks horribly dated and it kind of is but if you play this you'll see all this world interaction mechanics and you'll wonder why does no other game ever replicate this <laughs> so it's like it it feels like i should give that one a shot
0: yeah and you know there's two ultima sevens right uh
1: there's the serpentile what or whatever
0: it's like it's basically ultima seven part two or
1: something oh no i I knew nothing of that yeah. what? Do, i wonder what i own look up
0: serpentile uh the, i actually just going back to what you're saying I, I liked five and six <laughs> they're, they're that's my kind of retro They're yes they're probably Depending on your perspective, everything we've said that it comes as a complaint about Ultima One could probably be thrown at these, or maybe. But they're—I don't yeah. know—they're just kind of fun games. It's a—it's. I like the exploration. I like the interaction in those games as well. Uh, so, um, really, for me, when I was starting on a Ulti- Calabath and Ultima One, I was really looking forward to getting to number five and number six. Those are my two I was looking forward to. Because I haven't played them extensively, but I did enjoy them when I was
1: playing them. So. Right. Yeah, maybe. It turns out I do own both Ultima Sevens.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so expect a long experience. I think together they're like 150 hours or something. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't know. Don't don't discard six so quick,
1: or maybe you hate we'll it. We'll see. No. We'll see what I think of four.
0: Yeah, that's fair.
1: Because that's fair. Four seems to be the one that everyone recommends. So if if I if I go with that and it turns out not bad, then maybe I'll give five a shot after all.
0: Yeah, in my feeling having played maybe at most an hour of each i feel like four like one two three four are kind of built in the same way uh yeah which is having obviously we're not big fans of one so that might be a a strike against four but then probably five six seven are the same way like they just
1: feel like a different series almost Mm. so i don't know see how you think yeah well uh, i'll I'll look into it um but yeah it's uh yeah, I, I, can't, I can't I can't fully endorse uh playing to completion Ultima one. <laughs> Neither <laughs> but, can but I. But you know what? Um I'm glad I did try it. Like it, it is uh, it is cool to to step back in a time machine and and see what started it all. Yep. Fair. Uh it was interesting reading about it, too, because uh, like I looked up a little bit of the history and like with a I think uh, the lord british uh, Richard, Richard Garriott, uh, I think that was a high school thing that he did,
0: and he only sold it in a few stores and he was selling it in plastic bags or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: and 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 it like totally took me back because I remember buying like wolfenstein three d in uh, like a Zellers I think and it totally came in a plastic bag like I'd forgotten all about that world of (laughs) PC games being sold in Ziploc bags
0: (laughs) yeah man uh Warcraft 1 uh Kmart for me yeah on a a, uh a Wiz shareware disc I don't know if you remember
1: that yeah yeah the the shareware discs were (laughs) it was fantastic
0: it was
1: it was uh it's it it's great cuz you know i i i honestly forgot about that time period where that's how you bought a game uh e- even though i should have remembered that recently cuz i told you that i was reading through that um uh, uh shit Con- console wars book yeah yeah and like sonic 2 i think was the first video game that ever had like a release date <laughs> wow <laughs> like, Like that was the first time where they were like, okay, we're going to release a game on the same day in every store across every country. Uh, before that, it's like, if Nintendo was releasing Mario three, it's like, you just had to hope that your store had it. And maybe the Nintendo store in New York was going to be the first one to have them all. And you had to just wait a couple months before it would even make it or it's way to Nova Scotia.
0: Yeah, it it was. I guess maybe nice to be a kid and just be oblivious to a lot of this, kind yeah. of. Except when your favorite game is just nowhere to be found. <laughs> I, I,
1: I still I still remember that though. Like now that I'm reminded of it, like I remember how that used to be a thing for like people in Toronto would drive across the border and buy the stuff in New York, and that was why it was like you you just that's how you got it first.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I remember when, so, like, you still had a significant, maybe, like, at least more than half of the games being made on the consoles were, were from Japan. So you had people, yeah. like, importing yeah. Final Fantasy or importing this awesome new Konami game or whatever, and, and they'd be in, like, the store, or there were certain stores that actually shelved the stuff, and it'd be, like, so incredible to go in there and see the future, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. GameZilla yeah. did that, didn't
0: Gamezilla. I don't know. I remember my grandmother in Saint Catharines, Ontario. Um, there was a house. Uh, there was a store right down from the street from her house that did that. So every time I visited my grandmother, it was like trip to the game store. Awesome. Um, I I don't remember I, anything I,
1: in I feel like the first time I ever saw Final Fantasy VII on a shelf, it was with the 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 cover that was on the Japanese title. And at that mm. point, I didn't have a PlayStation. So I just felt like that. It must. They must have imported some games. Maybe. Um, maybe
0: like specifically like Final Fantasy VII was kind of you know one of those games. Yeah. Like historic event type games. So maybe it was that.
1: Yeah. Um. Anyway, so yeah, uh, I've I've put about five hours into the Ultima franchise this week, and it's made me take about three hundred hours off of my backlog. <laughs> <laughs> Well put. Well put.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that must be that. That was the uh, the fastest. That, that's the most uh, productive gaming you've done in a while. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, uh, yeah. Honestly, not a lot of news for me. Just I've been no. doing a lot of kind of random gaming, just popping in different games out of the library and seeing what I like. But nothing really has come of that. So it's fun. Yeah, playing with wife and daughter.
1: Um, I, so I completed Valkyria Chronicles. I can't remember if I did that last week or this week, but I I completed that one. Uh, I, I would heavily recommend that game. It, it was, it's got a couple of bugs in it. Like there were a couple of ladders that I would climb up and then just fall through the world. Hmm. Uh, and, and there's a couple of the, the fights were scripted in a way that you, you just, would completely get devastated until you tried it the second time and you already knew what the enemy was going to do mm-hmm. uh, but that said there's there's a lot of unique mechanics in that that I haven't seen any other game do that i i I would seriously recommend anyone play it just for the mechanics alone, but also I enjoyed mm. the story so
0: cool, cool um how many hours total did it take
1: uh thirty something cool. Cool.
0: Um, well, I I checked my list here and I do own it. <laughs> so uh, with your recommendation,
1: perhaps I will give it a shot. It's it's one of the more unique games that I've played. So mm. I'm cool. I'm really happy that I tried it and I wouldn't have ever bought it if I hadn't have just got it as part of a humble bundle. So mm. cool. Uh, that was that was fun. Uh, so I and then so uh, I. You know, realistically, I shouldn't be talking too much about Ultima in the first place because that's an EA product, and and I work for them, and so obviously my opinions are my own and not representative of my company. I didn't um, even
0: know. I knew they were Origin back when that was a thing.
1: Yeah, EA bought them a while ago, and then I don't think anything's happened with the franchise since '99. Mm. Mm. Um. Uh, and then, of course, the the game that uh, I recently worked on has gotten some press coverage recently and i won't really address that um but one of the uh, one of the criticisms that i did hear from kotaku was that uh, anyone who is interested in ui design needs to play persona 5 okay uh which so two things interesting about that that's coming out in april uh and i was like okay uh you know maybe i'll actually play this i i I really should be playing some newer games so i i considered uh pre-ordering it okay went to the best buy website you cannot pre-order it in quebec because it doesn't ship to quebec because it doesn't have french
0: yeah i knew that (laughs) before as you started talking telling me the story i thought that's what you'd say
1: that's it's like against the law for the games to yeah. be sold in stores here if they don't have French. So uh, I'm I, apparently I can still pre-order that or I can order it if I wanted to do it through Amazon or something. I can have it shipped that way since I guess they don't have a physical store. Hmm. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, I, I was like on the fence of pre-ordering that and then I realized I've already got Persona 4 uh, on my PlayStation 3 that I bought last year. So I may as well play through that. So that's that's going to be my next game that I play at home.
0: Nice. Saved by Backlog, then. Yeah, yeah, so... Um, uh, is that kind
1: of thing... Is, so what go go on.
0: Oh, well, I was just going to say, was, does that kind of thing make you slightly maybe reconsider the choice of living in Quebec at all?
1: No, Uh because I very rarely buy physical games to begin with.
0: And... Well, I don't mean specifically to games. I mean, in general, you're going to maybe encounter that kind of thing across your life. Maybe. Where, yeah. uh,
1: maybe. You know, I can't enter contests and stuff because... The the lottery commission wants ten percent of any sort of contest prize, so the the vast majority of contests available to Canada and U.S. just aren't allowed in Quebec. Uh, but that said, I never buy lottery tickets and stuff anyway, so uh, it doesn't it doesn't affect me. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it doesn't matter. You know that that's actually another thing is I have finally started taking some French classes. I decided cool. that I wasn't going to learn French, and then I decided to take french <laughs> so uh i'm two classes in right now so uh hopefully eventually I'll, I'll feel comfortable in the language uh and yeah that's that's i guess that is about it that's my news for the week is i'm, I'm two hours into persona four and uh i'm gonna start playing through that
0: very good very good um i have uh as you know kind of had some uh job changes happening so i've been quite Uh busy with that actually um but uh things are in the clear now so i'm hoping to get some good uh time in in the coming weeks so we'll see how that goes anyway
1: (laughs) yeah all right well i guess that wraps it up for this episode uh your attitude and my attitude seem to be pretty mirrored on uh only play ultima if you're looking for uh, a history lesson not a uh, uh, rip roar good time
0: <laughs> yes uh we differ slightly in that i was maybe i'm crazy you're reminding me everything i you're reminding me of my experience and it's putting a bad taste into my mouth but i had intended <laughs> to at least give Ultima to a stab and see what i thought if they've f- kind of change some of the things that that made it a difficult experience the first time uh, yeah. i don't know if that'll happen it's not it's not on the horizon soon but maybe someday i guess whereas you, you it sounds like it's not going to happen
1: yeah it's not on the table for me uh yeah. but yeah i guess you could always just stick it in for 10 minutes and see whether or not anything is different yeah. <laughs> Yep. uh all right well i guess that wraps up this episode uh see you day. next week indeed cheers